welcome to Watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're covering season four, episode five, titled, I believe it's Schwangza, based on what you said from the pronunciation guide you looked up. Yeah, uh, Schwangza. So I'll say it that way. We'll see what do you know, do you know, what, do, you, do you know anything about Schwangza? I have no fucking idea what that word is. Well, here, here's, here's your theory crafting primer. Schwangza is the name of one of the, or perhaps the father of Taoism. Okay. Uh, which What's is Taoism? an ancient Eastern philosophy slash religion. Um, Does it have to do natural with order of the universe? Yep. Yep. Okay. Where, okay. where, where you have to use, uh, you have to use your own intuition to discern and realize the potential for your, individual wisdom i yeah i'm sure there's going to be lots of uh, interesting things to, to to mine out of that little little thing uh, yeah well what'd you think about uh Shuangza? you know uh people have been kind of saying it and whispering it i'm gonna say it full-throated westworld's back baby this was a hell of an episode <laughs> this is yeah. exactly the kind of shit that i want to see in this season like i can't i can't believe how relevant that conversation we had with that uh, philosopher aaron last week is right. and like how uh relevant all the the culture books and stuff i've been reading like they're, they're it's this all different ways to grapple with these central issues i think are fascinating and then there's also this all this drama bound up with the teddy and the the dolores of it all uh the uh tessa thompson making a throne out of people and sitting on it are you fucking kidding me <laughs> as if i couldn't I, have hated her character more in in this show yes yeah she's I don't a real dick we've been given praise to the, the cast as as it's due i don't think we've talked about tessa thompson but she was incredible mm. tonight some of those oh, monologues yeah. she gave where she's smiling but she's got dead shark eyes uh is, is all she's aimed to be one of the all-time great villains sure yeah and, I, I like uh getting answers to a whole bunch of stuff that we were speculating about you know we've kind of discovered the exact nature of of christina's world at this point yep um, and it was kind of what a lot of sutter people thought but not exactly which is the best kind of staying one step ahead of the internet you can do I don't, I don't know if I can firmly put a stamp on it and yet and say those fucking liars at HBO telling us that Christina's a human are fucking liars or if I need to wait and see if there's some other wrinkle here, but they're fucking liars. Liars. Well, the will thing never is... Trust them again. Liars. Also, this is this is why it's always bullshit. Like, the, the, the whole source for that line of belief was Evan mm-hmm. Rachel... Wood saying it's nice to play a character that's human. Uh-huh. Okay. That it's misleading yeah. in the worst kind of way. But I also think it's just a it's just a dumbass way to like the to, to, to put a whole theory on that like statement that's debatable either way. It's not backed up by anything in the show. In fact, there's yeah. like ten different lines of evidence pointing the other way. This um, is why I prefer I, never to engage with off screen content. Uh if it's not on the screen, it doesn't matter. Uh, right that that's got to get on the screen before it becomes canon anyway you can't fix a broken show by just like doing a bunch of interviews and explaining it uh if if scott gimple would be the world's best showrunner if you could (laughs) right um unfortunately that's that's not the reality we live in um i want to talk about tessa thompson's villainy um a a little bit more because it's it's also the best villains the magnetos of the world the killmongers 
always have a point. Like, yeah, they're they're the the math the the ethical math they're doing. Uh, they they need to check their the result at some point, but like they're on to something. Uh, and it's hard to argue that the humans don't have a lot of what's coming to them because this is just turnabout is fair play, and uh, that's why I love about it. Yeah, sorry. And then the other thing is that she's also miserable. This Uh is making her miserable. It's like I, I just I just think this is such a great great villain. I'm I'm really excited, and she's crushing it. What were you gonna say? Yeah, the thing I, I love about uh, the reveals around uh, William and around her this episode is you feel like this is. I, I mean, think about it. How old is the consciousness of of any of the, of the oldest hosts? Right, like twenty three years. It's, yeah. it's roughly twenty three years old. When Early adult year old. These are the exact questions I was asking. Like, it feels like. A baby consciousness just questioning its own existence, its own place in the universe. Like, what do I do once like catching up to humanity, right? Where we've gotten over the last yeah. several thousand years. Uh, yeah. That is so. It, I, I don't know. It, it feels like so kid coming out of college going, what the fuck do I do now? You know? Yes. Um, I think it's, yeah, there's so much, I, I don't want to get too bogged down in this instant take podcast because this also is so the things that they're getting at, the philosophies they're espousing, the frustrations that they're, they're talking about is so applicable to so many types of, uh, events and or things going on in, in the world now. Um, it's such, it's, 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 I think it's, it's exciting because it provides some interesting, uh, cool ways to talk about. And what's, I think, really striking is that um, the, the way that it, it shows our, like, this isn't sweet water. This isn't people running down the streets, banging, banging, blah, and there's, like, you know, heist going on, and there's cannibal Native Americans out in the hills. and all. This is just our fucking modern day, and it's played like it is this it's this dystopia like no mm-hmm. one's happy everyone's lonely connect we're on these loops that we can't break out of what some of us have terminal in some of us get this you know it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense and it's like it's the first time i've actually seen just like modern day life played as horror like there's no <laughs> yeah. twist there's no i mean i guess the twist is secretly we're under con- the thrall of a, a alien intelligence but like sure it's it's really but, wild, but, I think. All, all that stuff that William is saying, or Man in Black, I, I, I need to make a distinction because there's a human William and a host William, uh, that the Man in Black is saying... The human William scene, would laugh his ass off at you saying that. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, am I you? Oh, really? You'll never be. <laughs> yeah, welcome uh, to the center of the maze, pal. <laughs> right, right, right. So good. Uh, but all that stuff can be applicable to yeah our our modern day like did you actually earn anything that you got and and that conversation you know we had with the philosopher last week definitely falls into that right the the idea of luck as as free will or determinism uh i I think that stuff is fascinating and they they basically go like just dive into the deep end here with it yep yeah, I mean, um, yeah, if people skipped that because they thought, fuck philosophy, man, it, it turned out to be such a great primer for this episode. And it's one of those right. things where I've keep it. I've been ruminating about it. I listened to that podcast uh, when I was coming back from Chicago uh, earlier this week. And because I was like, man, I need to, to run this back. And I it's one of those things like I don't like I said, I don't fully agree, uh, as I mentioned at the end of the podcast with uh, 
the philosophy espoused in that podcast, but it's one of those things where like I'm trying to figure out why. Like, what is the sticking point? Because I, when I list, walk the logical in, the, the, the thing I guess is I want to hold on to is like, I do think, as I said many times, I said in that podcast, that like quiet moments when we're meditating that we can affect change upon ourselves. But if that's true, then you're back to moral responsibility. And if you're mm-hmm. at moral responsibility, then people get the things that they deserve lar- in large part. And we're kind of justified on making the, the, the parts that I think are actively immiserating us, our world, we're kind of stuck with. So, like, I am really kind of trying to wrestle with, like, why do I disagree or, you know, to, to what extent I disagree with it. And that's what this is about, you know, like, what do people mm-hmm. deserve? Uh, what are what is a meritocracy? Yeah. Uh, what what is what is it to be just? Yeah, he mentioned a book. I, I, I can't remember if it was during that interview or maybe after it when we were chatting. Um, when I asked him for like ideas on stuff to read, and the meritocracy trap came up. I, yes. I, I really want to read that uh, soon because yeah, that that's one of the primary concerns is like, can you actually earn anything? You know, mm-hmm. or is it all because like the guy, you know, admits in this, hey, I uh, I had a little bit of help, you know, advantage, whatever you want to call it. But I right. worked my ass off. Right. Well, it wouldn't matter how much the other person worked their ass off if they didn't have your quote unquote advantages. So, yeah, janitors work their ass off. Of right. Plumbers work their ass off. Uh, kids at, behind the counter McDonald's work their ass off. Like, yeah, there's yep. also lazy, but, but like, you know. Um, hard work doesn't it's like yeah hard work by itself is meaningless you do have to have a little bit of luck I mean we certainly did uh, sure yeah. you know if we tried us uh, same guys tried to get in a, but. Ex- exactly but uh, yeah so I, I, I think this stuff is exactly what I was hoping to get out of the season of Westworld um, it, this kind it, of kind of like meditations on these really interesting for sure yeah uh, and, and the, the, you know, the plot here also, we get a ton of information about, right? It's not all just themes. Um, we, we get answers to the questions we've been asking and confirmations of theories. Um, which kicks the door open to ever more questions, but that's right. Right. And in that's a satisfying the, the way. Thing. Yeah. Uh, like, like I have so many questions beyond this, like, okay, is this Teddy? Like, is this actually Teddy? Why? Why can they not track her? What What is yeah. she seems off the leash in a way that so many of the other people aren't um, definitely not human. So let's talk. Uh, yeah. about, can we talk about I think it's a good point to check in about how we feel about Christina's world, because my new operating theory. Boy, I can't believe I was wrong. I can't believe I was wrong about uh, robots wanting to come back and fuck with humans because um, they, they, they are made in our image. Humanity. They're made in our image, and as we have this, uh, and 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 they've got this um, very uh, libertine culture where there are no real laws or restrictions. They're just kind of manners, you know. Like you should, you mm-hmm. know, you you, sh- you shouldn't be totally selfish and a pig or whatever. Just respect the place. Yeah, yeah, respect the place, respect the park and its rules. Uh, there are no rules, but respect the park. Um, and. I wonder, they also talk about Ascension. And Ascension is part of, is the final step in the game. The game, uh, at least the final level, maybe it is the entirety of the game, is when a human is an outlier. And uh, an outlier is when a human spontaneously casts off the fly leash 
the the sonic leash that the robots have on them and they just suddenly like everything it's like uh, the uh, apostle paul the scales fall from their eyes they can see the tower they can hear the music they understand what's going on um the they they assign hosts to go and kill them as a game and mm-hmm. whoever arrives at first and there's rules you should never talk to the human there's been 38 failures every one of those failures the host had contact with the outlier before they killed them and then within days the host killed themselves yeah so there's this like human to host infection that's spreading mm-hmm. and they tie into Judas steer it's I mean this I, this episode is beautiful I felt like it was three episodes worth of Westworld <laughs> yeah I, I can't figure if this is like a physical infection thing or if this is a brain worm right just like a an idea I think the latter a meme like, it's like a it's a day it's a it's yeah. a it's a pathological meme. I think so. I think so. But but I like putting my finger on exactly what it is. I don't know. I probably have to do like a lot of research about Schwanze, Schwanze, yeah. uh to figure that out. But yeah, I'm I'm super interested in doing that. So 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 it's a hoster here for recreation. But the Ascension Project. I, I wonder if they're also there to like. Um, what do you think? Let me ask you this: What do you think Ascension is? Because I have a theory on that. So it could be getting into the upper class of hosts. I don't know if there's like a, a godhood that you ascend to, um, or it could possibly be that they go to the Sublime. That's that's my my bigger guess is that they have cracked the Sublime open and they can put you there. I thought so too, but when we got into the tower, they were talking, I think, about someone who's undergoing ascension right now, and they carved open that dude's head, took that marble out, and put him inside what looked like if the riot droids were designed by Steve Jobs. Uh huh. There's this big white construct of a of a robot, and I, I think that's a post human body. Now yep. I also have cool ideas about like what would you do with that post human body? I'm my guess would be they they go to explore space maybe or they live on earth but in just this giant hulking ipod body <laughs> I, I mean i don't know i mean if they've cracked open the sublime that could just be an interface to the sublime um oh man it looks it, it looked like a frame but I, 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 my first thought until I saw that happening, I thought like, oh, they've either built a parallel sublime or they have completely uh, cracked into the sublime and they're, they're uh, uh, uploading people there. No, it could just be yeah, a body, but like to what end um, you just get a different frame. Like why, why would that matter? Well, what? because like I think they, the, they, they mentioned that the most hosts are not taking her up on the offers to ascend because they are addicted to the flesh. So there must be some kind of physical, sensual pleasure about being in the flesh that you just don't get when you're in, I don't know, the iPhone, iPhone, the iPod frame. Sure. Or the sublime. Or the sublime. Yeah. But why is, why is a keychain everybody in there very happy? Or maybe, maybe a keychain is a bullshit artist and like 99% of hosts in there are in hell. Like we talked about in the feedback episode. (laughs) Could be. I don't know. We don't see a Kichita except for the very beginning of Bernard's experience in there, right? Right. So, right. Who knows what the Sublime is now? Yeah, it could be some real fucked up shit. Yeah, 
23,000 uh, years in sure or or it could be it could be paradise um uh-huh. it's interesting because I, I wonder because there's a, a, other possibilities so if they if the insertion theory of the ascension is true that they're putting into the sublime i wonder if sub, the sub like when they crack the sublime if the kicha just showed up and be like yo we don't want any of you uh, uh just any of you assholes in here like we're we're not we're not putting up with wanton rapists and murders and cruel like we we just roll a different way and it seems like Hale has a very admirable I can't force I can force you I can't force hosts to do something against their will so yeah. like she wouldn't invade the sublime They're, they could put conditions it's like well once a, a host can get to this level of responsibility they can ascend that. Because because I, I just got into the, that impression when uh, Clementine's given the rundown of this uh, host that's, um, you know, gone off a rocker. She's like, well, she's two years old and she's da 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 and she's ready for ascension. Almost like they have to go through like a, 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 a newborn AI is born. They're inserted in this world. And when they're properly pro- potty trained or something, they mm-hmm. move on to the next level. And I, I feel like that's interesting, like that this world is a doormat that you can kind of wipe the mud off your feet before you go into the sublime and you have to tr- prove that you can behave yourself. Yeah. And in, in what way, like what's the definition of behave for the host? I don't really know. Um, what, what qualities are they looking for in their ascended? Like I said, I'm only guessing that like, not like being uh wanton cruelty, trying to like weed that part out, but perhaps although Charlotte herself is extraordinarily cruel. Uh, you look at the piano player, you look at the dancing scene, you look at the throne of humans. Uh, that is extraordinarily cruel, though, my, to a species she views as lesser. My thought when I was listening to her and William have that debate when she's sitting on her throne of people was, well, if Ascension's so cool, why don't you do it? Right. Yeah. Like. Maybe, maybe you come back has, like and it's maybe maybe she gets re-encased in flesh every time and then she says i hate coming oh she does say i hate coming here yeah it could be could be all those <laughs> bodies she was printing were just hail bodies for, for that inevitability and it does seem like they are she doesn't yet know how to make a truly new marble like everyone is still at least the man in black asserts they're all copies of her Oh, right, right. Yeah. Which I think is also really interesting. Um, yeah. Man, there's so much that. What was. Who. Those people that William were talking to at the beginning, those were fly humans, right? Mm hmm. Why was he talking to them? What were they being considered for? Um. I don't. I think William is questioning. You know, the man in black is questioning his own uh, place in the universe, right? And that's why yeah. he goes to his human William counterpart at the end. I, sure. I think these are, and, and they have the same voiceover, right? These are supposed to be connected scenes. So like he's, he's, he's talking to them to just try and figure shit out essentially. Yeah. Like I want to talk to you actually meat bags and ask you some questions and see right, what your, you, your whole deal is. Right. You, you think you have all this choice and control yeah it's it's not true how do you because i mean he's questioning like how do i live in a world like this well humans do it all the time all the fucking time so he's going to the source of i I think what's happening is he's going to the source of not giving a fuck enough to live you know like when william's asking him at the end do you want to kill yourself is that what you want he's like i don't know yeah And, and 
and that's a question that humanity grapples with every day and and keeps going right so yeah if you like, look at the, the sense of humor of like gen z it's very much like hey, i <laughs> guess you know more and more so yeah why not kill is, is a killing yourself not a bad yeah it's like uh this doesn't sound all bad. I just can stop worrying about shit. I can just make this stop. Yeah, no, it's pretty no, grim. It's, it's, it's pretty grim. Humanity has grappled with for uh, millennia, right? And yeah. so coming coming to us and asking like, what the hell? How do you guys do this? I feel like makes sense for a young consciousness. Yeah. Wow. Um I mean, it's a wonder any of us get through a day, right? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, we're good days I mean, and bad yeah. days, but man, those bad days, you you do wonder, like, what's the point? Yeah, and there's the also question about, like, you know, is it better to suffer intensely and just kind of, like, have to be forced to be in the moment, or is it better to be comfortable enough that you can f- comprehend the existential dread of it all? Probably the yeah. latter. I would rather be that, you know, like, uh, in, in uh, philosophical torment than literal but uh they're, uh they're they're both not they're they're but that's the thing it's like we're just uh us primates are not we're not equipped they'd be having these conversations we're really like right. as a society blue screening on the implications of the shit that we've done like we started growing wheat so our we wouldn't starve and our babies would live long and now we're fucking stapling shit in cubicles what the fuck None, no one right. made this de- you know and i think that's the thing at some point we throw up our hands and go ah fuck it i'm gonna go eat a steak right the steak looks delicious. I'm going to go eat it. Yeah. Yeah. And we Ignorance feel better. Bliss. Uh, we feel because good it, enough to make it through another day. Because I think that's interesting. Because, like, you know, we got uh, mostly positive feedback about the philosophical questions. We got some people who are grumbling about it. But I found it interesting that, like, William was talking these, like, basic level questions about meritocracy versus, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this guy couldn't go two dance steps with them before he's just, like, appealing to emotion, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, this doesn't feel right. I don't like the implications of what you're saying and how it affects my worldview. It's like, well, that's not an argument, motherfucker. And like, <laughs> right. William could probably go to 99 out of 100 people before he'd meet somebody that could like even volley a couple times over that net. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I, I, yeah, this, this, this episode, geez. And then you tie it back in with like the idea that what brought about consciousness for these hosts is torment. Right. And then William is saying, well, if that's going to be what consciousness is and I have to be tormented all the time to truly feel conscious. Yeah. Why? What am I doing this for? You know? And I think that's the thing about Westworld. I'm hoping they do have some kind of like positive spin on this. Cause I don't want it to just be all bleak. I don't think life is all bleak. Uh, no, I bet. But, they, yeah. But they're I setting think. that up, right? They have to have you uh-huh. question it and they have to have you go, man, there are times where this really sucks yeah. for you to also say, well, there are times where it's great too. And that's what you're living for. The empire must strike back before the Jedi can return. Yeah. There's beauty, right? I mean, that, that's the other thing he says in those moments. There's beauty, right? There's an order. Yeah. Um, and we like to believe so, that. Um, go back to Christina's world. Cause I need the whole beautiful, the, the world's beautiful. That's, that's Dolores talk. Mm-hmm. Um, is Dolores there as a host for the same reason the others are? Can every host mentally command humans or can, is it just Dolores? Because I've also got like, I think, I think this is some, I, there's, there's two possibilities. My first one, I think the one is most likely is a uh, hail. Dolores 
is keeping this version of Dolores, this pristine, innocent, uh, hopeful version of uh, prisoner and tormenting her at the exact same reason she's keeping the, the human William on ice hmm. just because what is victor what what does it mean to win if you don't have a loser and this is kind of like putting dolores into some kind of permanent hell um okay. the second is 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 this hale's attempt to recreate a pure version of herself like uh, an actual real daughter that's not based on herself but based on uh, you know, the, 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 the pure form of Dolores and then put her through the exact same experience and see if she can like actually recreate her daughter. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Do, do, does that make yeah, sense? No, I, I, it, yeah, it generally makes sense. I think, um, I don't know. I don't, I still feel like I don't have enough information. We got so many answers this episode, but I still don't feel like I have a great grasp on why, right? I know a lot of what, yeah, not a lot of why with Holoris, Shaloris. I will say, I think that to some degree, all of the hosts can control the environment um, and, and the humans in it because William does it, right? He forces that couple to stay at the table uh, and wait for him. And right. Dolores is able to do it. I, Teddy knows that she can do it, and I assume mm-hmm. he would be able to do it as well. Uh, though maybe not. He might be like an outsider, an outlier among host something. yeah host outlier yeah yeah but i mean if you think about it like going into this park and exerting your will would be part of the charms right mm-hmm. and in order to get humans to go along with whatever uh with your distractions from their loops you'd have to have some sort of control over them yeah I think there's there were this wasn't a perfect episode. I think it did some stupid Westworld things. Uh, the most egregious is they set up a burly brawl. Yes, like a Manhattan block against eight people, uh-huh. and then they fucked around for I don't know five or ten minutes, and they came down and they just left the fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone was still on their feet. Nobody was like beat bloody. <laughs> like they just fought a block full of people. I. That's a self-inflicted gunshot wound, man. Don't set up a scenario where there's going to be a hundred V one and then yada, yada through the fight. Just set up like, you know, like there's a couple dudes. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a pretty abandoned block. There's a couple people on benches. There's probably going to be straggling more. There's a time limit before it gets to be too much. But like, I I thought that's just dumb. Like it's like this show. It's like, they, I felt like they want to do a big action scene and they just just bailed on it. Or I, I, that's, yeah, it's, it's a crappy it's action a, scene. It's a Westworld hallmark at this point. Yes. Uh, it's, it's something that they do all the time. Yeah. Uh, they set up something. other what the fucks. Like, these rebels know so much about the operation of this host park, and yet they don't have a way to test if you're a host. And Other than the bringing in an infected human, then wait until they go, oh, when they walk in the range, yeah. Right, or or if they do have a way to do it, they don't do it immediately on every new stranger they encounter who comes to their camp wanting to get in to infiltrate the group, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, why have they not scanned Stubbs or, or Bernard yet? Um, sure. The, the other part of that being, like, uh, the, the Charlotte seems to have very close monitoring over every situation in the park, except mm-hmm. she doesn't know where these rebels are. 
at all times mm. and she knows they're in the city but doesn't know like exactly where they are and how to stop them and until they got like right on top of the right and and also like it's the only boat in the water it's literally the only boat <laughs> in the entire hudson here or wherever they are they don't have any drones they could use to just shoot this thing out of the fucking water well not only that but how in the hell do teddy and her have that conversation and and hale doesn't hear every single word of it now maybe she has right, and she's right. just playing she's playing coy because you know Dolores. you know this this uh, christina is her daughter and she's trying to you know be the strict i don't know it's it's weird how okay so our our hypothesis on how these rebels maintained their rebel status was that they were so far away from the signal the source of the signal the tower that they mm-hmm. were un, not influenced by it but here they You're are right, right r- practically rubbing up against the the struts of the they tower. have to be natural outliers they have to be right it's either if natural out like a or humans sword. are no longer being infected because that's the other thing is like is right. is the they they would have to encounter flies in their day-to-day life but i I think there's a certain percentage of people this is this uh, that's the other flaw like minor flaw is that like so much of that teddy dolores was just straight up recycled uh morpheus neo it's i'm like oh my (laughs) god this is a question the nature of your reality yeah but i i mean it's hard it's I, I like it's hard not to it's hard not to do that yes. but it's like you know the matrix you know d- is definitive yeah. um but yeah it has to they have to be natural outliers and they're they must replenish just just like the matrix they go into the the, the, the they, they jack in and they find the person through various uh-huh. tracking means and then they go and retrieve them and then they come back outside and they have to be educated about how they can use kung fu and like it's yeah um i i think it's doing um it, it's it's essentially yada yadaing that part of the matrix to get at the more interesting like okay. moral and, and ethical questions but like i was yeah. a little nervous there for a minute like oh god this is just the matrix 20 years too late um <laughs> But uh, no, I think the Matrix wanted to be a really cool action movie with some mind bending twists. I think this wants to be the other the opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Min maxing for in the other direction. And it, yeah. it, it stands on the shoulders of the Matrix. Like you it, everyone kind of understands is like instead of having yeah. to do like a 45 minute exposition scene, you can just have a three minute walk and talk with Teddy and like, oh, got it. It's the Matrix. Um, uh-huh. Yep. So. Uh, I think so the other thing I don't understand and and maybe we'll turn out like I thought that it was going to turn out that Dolores supervisor is secretly Musashi marble or Lawrence marble Doesn't because I'm like, like oh but then she ordered but can she just order around a, a, a hosts I mean I guess she could maybe I don't know yet uh, th- because why would, would that human that say all that shit with a fly in his head, right? But but, but why would he say? Why would the human say, know and say all that shit? I didn't know that. Uh, and and like act literally like a host. I thought that was yeah. That's the strange thing to me is that he knows information, more information about this game. Yeah. Uh, and the the state of Shaloris's plans because I don't know why right. you would give that information to a human infected with a fly. So yeah, a that's. Or, or maybe they can, uh, but if, or if someone took him over and was speaking through him, who was it? Because that's the other explanation. Right. Is like someone just hi- mentally hijacked him, and and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, do you, 
I'm going to posit that at the end that uh, who did this to me, you did. That's just referring to Hale, right? It's not yes. literally because I, I, I most uh, roundabout way he could possibly answer yes. that question, and it's only for the viewers who know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, although he's he's pretty fucking cryptic, right? He's he's mm-hmm. trying to slow drip this information and trying to progressively sure. blow her mind here. Sure. So when the inevitable inevitable follow up comes, the fuck, uh, he yeah. will then start to. I guess fill her in on her backstory. Obi-Wan Kenobiing her. Well, yes. from a certain point of view, you understand. Yeah. Uh, okay. I do. I mean, I've got lots more to say, but like, my God, we've been talking for 30 minutes. I'm sure there are people uh, got uh-huh. questions and topics and, and stuff to, to mention in the, the instant talk portion. Uh, of course, instant talk uh, is just for club members. It's where you get to watch our instant show live and uh, anything that you put in chat, we can comment on. Uh, so if you got questions or you want to suggest topics or even workshop shops and theories, go ahead and type them in chat right now. Um, if you'd like to participate in that, if you want to become a club member, it's really easy. Just go to support.baldmove.com. You can find out all the information as uh, little as five bucks a month, get you ad free feeds, uh, access to premium content such as our full live instant shows and uh, the instant talk part of the the instant take uh, as well as other premium content like lunch with Jim and Aaron or spoiler uh, first run movie reviews etc etc off the clock fabulous show where we talk about all the television we don't talk about on anything else uh, support.baldmove.com everybody else time to start instant talking